Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Hi, I'm Dave Glowitz. Welcome to an election 2016 special about voting for judges on the Cook County ballot. And I'm here with my friend, Ray Vela. Ray asked me recently, what is it with all these judges on the ballot and how, how do you vote for them? So Ray and I thought we'd sit and go through one way to look at the selection of judges, and that's by looking at bar association recommendations that are publicly available and explain how you can use bar association evaluations to help you in your November 2016 ballot. First of all, since Ray and I live very close together, we have the same ballot. Do you know how to get the ballot online? Uh, no. There is an organization called the Chicago Board of Election Commissioners, and they have a website called chicagoelections.com. And if you go there to the ballot area, you stick in your address, and it'll give you your entire ballot. You can uh, display the ballot, and you can download it. So what I've done is I've printed ours out. Oh, this is very helpful. Yeah. I wish I would have known this before. Yeah, and you can do this for any election, for any election in Chicago. Chicago Board of Election Commission. Yeah, commissioners. Yeah, so it's chicagoelections.com. This is really useful not just for this election, but for any election that comes about. You can go to that website, plug in your address. It'll give you the entire ballot. You can print it out if you want to and take it with you into the polling place. So to clarify, we should probably print this sample ballot after putting your address in, and it'll show you exactly what we'll see. And this can be your notepad or outline that we can make notes next to, and we can bring that in. Yeah. Okay. So I have our ballot here, and it starts out with, uh, not surprisingly, the president and senator and comptroller, all these other things. And then it's not too long into it on the second page that we get into judges. Page after page after page of judges. For our particular ballot, there are 75 judge positions for us to vote for. One of the things that we notice when we look at the judges is there are two kinds of judges to vote for. The first set of judges that we vote for show that there are vacancies. There are judges who had, for whatever reason, because they retired or they moved to another position, to a different judgeship, they left. And so these are people who are running for their position. And if we look down all these positions, we see that it says for each one of them, vote for one, but there is, on our ballot, there is only one person to vote for on all of these. On other people's ballots, there might be more than one person running, but if we look at all of ours, there's only one to vote for. So what's going on here is that these people back in February ran in the primary against the Republicans, that's in some cases, and the Democrat won, and there's no one else on the ballot. There's no third party on the ballot. So each of these people have no one to run against them. What happens in these cases is if nobody votes for them, they still become the judge because they're not running against anyone. They're going to win regardless. Yeah. In some sense, you could choose not to vote for any of these guys and not waste your time, guys or gals, and not waste your time because they're going to get in anyway. But if you wanted to go through the exercise of trying to find out if they're recommended, you could do what we're going to do is to look at the recommendations. Those are the vacancies. Then the second part of the ballot for judges is judicial retentions. These are people who are already judges, 
and their term of judgeship is up. And in Illinois, when the term is up, they have to go before the voters. They have to go on the ballot, and the voters have to vote for either, either yes or no. Should they stay a judge? Should they be retained? The way the Illinois law works is that if less than 60% of the people who vote say yes, they don't get retained. They're booted. These votes do actually do matter here. Very interesting. Unfortunately, in Cook County, uh, there is a history of no judge running for retention ever getting booted. So uh, even though, as we'll see, that some judges are not recommended by just about everybody who does recommendations, voters don't get the message. So that's one of the reasons I think this is important, what we're doing, to look at who's recommending judges don't be retained so we can end up voting no. Does that make sense? Sure. Are all judges either Democrat or Republican, or are there any independent or third party? When judges are being elected to a, a vacancy, then they run in a primary under a party. But when they run for retention, there's no party affiliation. When they run for retention, they don't show a party affiliation. Okay. So let's start with the other ones, the ones who are going to get into office regardless, the ones who are filling vacancies. We're going to look at who's making the recommendations. We're going to look at a website called VoteForJudges.org. It's a private group that has gotten about a dozen bar associations. And these are not tavern owners. These are groups of lawyers, bar associations. These bar associations have decided to weigh in on every judge running for election to make recommendations on them. There is a Hispanic one. There is an African-American one. There is a African-American Women's Bar Association. There is a Women's Bar Association. There is the Hellenic Bar Association is lawyers of Greek descent. There is a lesbian and gay bar association, Puerto Rican Bar Association. Each of these are not associated with any political party. They're just, you know, in some cases, demographically aligned with the constituency that is named in their title. Mm -hmm. And each one of these goes through all of the judges and they make a recommendation whether they think the judge candidate is qualified. In some cases, there's sort of red flags that telling you that they don't like this person, and that is the recommendation, not qualified or not recommended. These two, not recommended and not qualified, are the red flags. Does that make sense? Sure. So this group, the Alliance of Bar Associations, it's part of VoteForJudges.org? VoteForJudges.org, yeah, is the organization that compiles the recommendations from each of the 11 bar associations. And as we'll see, it gives us each one of their recommendations. Okay. It doesn't combine them into one. It shows you all of them. Okay. The bar associations have different ways of deciding these recommendations. Some will send a survey to all of their member lawyers and essentially says, all right, for this particular judge candidate, if you've had experience with that candidate, either being in their courtroom or, you know, as a lawyer, what do you think about them? And they collect the surveys, and that's how they determine a recommendation. Some of them actually interview the candidates, bring them before them. Each one has a different way of coming up with their recommendations. Are we good so far? Yeah. Let's look at the first judge recommendation done by the bar associations. We see it's a lady named Eileen O'Neill Burke. And if we look at our ballot, she's running for a vacancy. She's unopposed. The bar associations are saying recommended, recommended, qualified, recommended, 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 highly recommended by the lesbian and gay bar association. So qualified would be more like the, the C, like a 
average, maybe? Yeah, the qualified ones are either highly qualified, well-qualified, qualified, or not qualified. So I guess you might look at that as A, B, C, and F. Sure, okay. So for Ms. Burke, they're all saying no red flags. So if we wanted to then on our paper ballot that we're bringing into the polling place with us, we could say we're going to vote for her because all these folks say thumbs up. I consider myself a little more left-leaning progressive, I would like to say. So I just want to make sure that that some of these people are getting vetted, share my values. I know with interpretation of the law, it's supposed to be objective, but we look at Citizens United and things that just make me cringe. So what's the best way? Like maybe like you were saying, I would think that the Lesbian and Gay Bar Association, I think that they would definitely be more of a progressive, you know. You would think. (laughs) I would like to think. Is that kind of how you go about? Are any of these more conservative-leaning groups? That's kind of my question. I, off the top of my head, don't know, and as a journalist, I'm hesitant to make those characterizations. But what you could do is you could go to the website of each one of these and learn about what does the Hellenic Bar Association look like they're espousing? You know, do they want, for example, make sure there's a souvlaki in every courtroom? You know, I'm joking, of course. Uh, Those are the Greeks. Oh. (laughs) It might give you some indication of, you know, what their disposition is. Another thing you could do that's if we step outside of the Bar Association recommendations is you could actually go and look at bios of each of the judges, and you could use that for your recommendation. Okay. In this case, we're just looking at what all these different kinds of lawyers think. If there's something going on with one of these candidates, in other words, they seem to be like a bumbler, we're going to see in a minute that that's going to be really obvious because all of these associations are going to say, whoa, not good. Okay. For this person, Ms. Burke, we didn't have that issue. So if we go on to the second person, Bertina Lampkin, also filling a vacancy. We see similarly, she got well-qualified instead of qualified by the Chicago Council of Lawyers. And if a couple of the organizations said, yeah, she's really good, highly qualified, highly recommended. So if we wanted to, we could go to her on our ballot and say, yep, we're going to vote for her. We could go through each one and do the same thing. Sure. Now we come to our first one where one of the bar associations says, in red, not recommended, Brendan O'Brien. And if we look, we'll see that's the Lesbian and Gay Bar Association, where, uh, for example, the Chicago Council of Lawyers says Mr. O'Brien is well-qualified. So if you wanted to, you could go to the Lesbian and Gay Bar Association website and see if there's information about why they decided not to recommend that person. If lesbian and gay issues are important to you, this might be a judge candidate that you would not want to vote for. Yeah, that was exactly my question. Continuing on, we come to Mr. Duffy. Now, Mr. Duffy, we find there are three bar associations who don't recommend them. The Chicago Council of Lawyers says not qualified. The Hispanic Lawyers of Illinois say not qualified. And the Women's Bar Association of Illinois says not recommended. Hmm. For whatever reason, there are three associations that don't recommend Mr. Duffy. It's very interesting. But then who is recommending him? The PR... Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans, the lesbian and gay are recommending. The Decalogue Society... Black women lawyers. So this would require maybe going to all of their websites just to try to figure out why. Yeah. Is there a particular thing that Mr. Duffy has done that makes him think that he's not qualified? And then right below there, there is a woman that nobody recommends, but there are no alternatives. alternatives. So that's really depressing. It is depressing because it's a vacancy and she will be seated. Sure. Something to remember that eventually Ms. Jackson, if she wants to continue to be a judge... 
at some point when her term ends, she is going to be up for retention. And that will be the yes-no thing, in which she has to get 60% of the voters to say yes. At that point, she could potentially be booted, but not at this point. Hmm. We continue on until we get to a contested race. Here's where there are actually two alternatives. So there's no presumptive winner. The Democrat is rated not recommended or not qualified by four of the bar associations. I'm Ms. Mahoney, whereas Mr. Allegretti, the Republican, is recommended by all the bar associations. Okay. One of the things that's good to point out is the bar associations are rating all the judges that are running throughout Cook County. Mm -hmm. But our ballot only contains judges that are running in our area. Okay. So not all the judges that appear in the recommendations are on our ballot. Okay. So for this one that we just saw, we won't be able to we vote anyway. Vote for it. Okay. This is so helpful. I wish I would have known about this last last time. I went to from recommendations of friends and groups, just progressive websites, and I went to a couple of them and wrote down names and took that list of names. So then I would just try to match up names, but on people that I didn't know, I just left it blank. And they didn't comment on any judges, so there were a lot of blanks that I left. I find this extremely helpful. So few people apparently use it because, as we'll see now as we get into the retentions, there's a place to actually affect whether or not these people are going to be retained. And quite often they are, even though there's uh, cases where they're not recommended. So let's take a look at a couple of those. We're now in the retention part of the ballot, and this is, as I said, for current judges whose terms are up and need 60% of the people who are voting to say yes. These are also appearing on our Bar Association recommendations. Okay. This is a little more straightforward. In this case, the Bar Associations are simply telling you yes or no, whether they should go. If we just eyeball this very quickly, we see that in almost all cases, based apparently on the judge's performance during the course of their term, they have performed well enough that the Bar Associations have said yes. The first one that we see a problem with is the second one on our ballot, Irwin Sulganic. The Cook County Bar Association says no. Hmm. If we wanted to find out why, we could go to their website and perhaps they'll tell us why. It's funny, though, because I'm such a skeptic of city politics. If they don't want them, sometimes it makes me want the person. <laughs> <laughs> but if we just took the majority... And we could simply say yes on all of these. seems that the Lesbian and Gay Bar Association has some standards that several of the judges are not meeting based on the fact that they're saying no in a number of cases. And that's pretty much it. That takes us to the end of our ballot. Okay. And can you do this for primaries too? Yes. So this ballot is just a general ballot for the next upcoming election. It'll be one ballot for all. But for the primaries, you have to list, are you Democrat, Republican, and then they will still show you a sample ballot for that? Yeah. Okay. And if you pulled a Republican ballot for the primary, you would see almost no judges for our particular precinct because there are very okay. few people who run as Republicans in the ward and the precinct that we're in because we're in the middle of Chicago. Okay. This just works for Cook County, like locally. Yeah. That's very helpful, though. There's still work involved. It's not, you know what I mean? But uh, I, I still think it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I think it beats going into the polling place without having a clue. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dave. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Listeners, we always welcome your questions and comments and suggestions for future interviews. You can get to us via email on contact at shygov.com. Look for us on Twitter at C-H-I-G-O-V-T and on Facebook at InsideGov. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.